So given your role at SAP, I know you interact with uh, C-suite types all over the world and you are uh, you have your, your finger on the pulse of their biggest pain points. I'm curious to know what some of the most common misconceptions about digital innovation you, you encounter from these people when they approach you for advice or to confide in you um, or to learn from your experience or perhaps benchmark their experience against other people. What typically is a is what are the most common misconceptions they tend to have about digital innovation and how to bring it on board or bring their organizations on board the trend? Um, really good question. I think, like you said, I I travel a lot. I work across all industries. the the um, The answer is really simple. You have to divide the world into two group of companies. Uh, the companies who are dealing with the consumer. There was no misconception. They know the consumer is gang, they're using the phone, they shop online, they search online, they do. So a lot of companies are trying to reach those consumers in ways that they may not be familiar or comfortable with, omni-channel, they need to service them differently, they need to think about the value they create for that consumer. And, and a lot of that comes down to really knowing your consumer really well, understanding their needs, predicting their needs, being able to... But you're never going to finish is, 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 is a road with no end. Just as you think you finish a project, you keep adding more and more. So those companies like a bank, an insurance, a retailer, uh, companies like that, they, they understand they, they've been in a digital storm for a long time. And then you have the other companies like, let's say, oil and gas, manufacturing, transportation companies. They're starting to wake up to this digital because if you look at what's happening in Davos, there was a huge talk about Industry 4.0, Internet of Things. Everything is connected. You take the car industry. Everybody talks about autonomous car. You talk about farming. People talking about the future of farming. You're talking about transportation. Everybody's talking about connected logistics. So those companies are waking up to say, oh, maybe digital can transform my business. But they don't have the same fear. Somebody's going to steal their customer. So they don't have the same urgency, but they're waking up. So the misconception is... Maybe I have time. Um, maybe I need to spend a lot of time going analyze and paralyze and do this. They they very often don't understand, and and very often in these industries you find a lot of executives that are at the very at the end of their career and digital to them is not yet the future for them. Then you have generation underneath them who really want to change one to one to me. So there was like a shift happening in the management to think about the future. And I think, I think the, the biggest issue I see for this company is they didn't connect yet. Digital is not about just improving. Digital is about changing your business model. That's the biggest misconception is not just improving a business process. is maybe rethinking your business model completely. And, 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 and I'm starting to see maybe most companies today are starting to educate themselves what digital is and understanding the power of artificial intelligence and other things. So it's, it's getting there. It's much better than a year ago. And I think a year from now, I will have another answer for you because it will change. This is just fascinating what's going on. My, qu- my next question is about this trend towards uh, corporates not being content to stay in their lane. What are some of the major trends you're observing across the world as far as corporates not just tweaking this and improving that but like attacking an entirely different industry oftentimes uh, way outside their core competency 
If there is a market that is not well served, it leaves a big door for somebody to come and offer a better service. That's what it is. So companies are now thinking, number one, um, how can I improve my own business? Uh, should I acquire another company? Should I use digital to improve my productivity? That's that's a given. But some companies are saying, do I need a different business model? And when they think about the business model, some of the ideas they're looking at is, can I provide services and products that are unique to my customer? I'll give you an example about people who stay in the same swim lane, but they change the business model in the same swim lane. You take a large uh, manufacturer of uh, mining equipment, and what they decided, they, they put, they put um, a lot of sensors into the equipment, they linked them to satellites, they go into the mining companies and they say, don't buy the equipment. I will run them for you, I will maintain them for you, you pay me by tonnage. So you don't have to pay millions and millions of dollars on buying equipment. I will own the equipment, just pay me. If your business does well, I do well. If your business doesn't do well, I don't do well, so we're a partner. But in exchange, I own the equipment. I start from a start that I control them. I know when to maintain them. I know what, what to change, what to do, so I can improve the cost of maintaining this equipment. That's doing the same things, doing it differently. But then you other other companies are saying, well, I'm a telco company. I would love to get into media because I have all these millions of consumers. I can deliver media. I can do this. Then you have companies who are... Like there was a large, large company in the world here that has got 200,000 to 200 million, I think, uh, kilometers of wireline for delivering electricity. And they're saying, why don't I either fiber optic? The infrastructure is there. And then now I can start providing also uh, networking to farms, to everything else, because I'm everywhere. I've got electricity everywhere. So they could become the next, the next telco, telco industry. And those who are going to be successful getting out of that industry, they have to do it by going away from their core business one or two degrees. If you go way too far away from what you do, you have to make an acquisition. You have to acquire the talent and the know-how. So if you look at the telco company, their, their core competency is they know how to manage infrastructure on a large scale. So they're saying if I already have this infrastructure, this engine is going and putting the wires. I just add another wire. It doesn't cost me much. So they're not going too far away from their core competency. And adding networking equipment, they can always outsource it to somebody who knows how to do it. So those will be successful. But those who go completely off and they will do something different, I haven't seen that much success. <laughs> Apart from high-tech companies like Google and others attacking industries because they, they come in with the core competency of data. Data is a core competency that applies to every industry. They can get into oil trading. They can get to anything they want. So some companies have the advantage of being able to enter any industry, but very few do. And those who do need to stick very close to their core competency. SAP is one of those companies that is both ubiquitous, but also relatively unknown from a PR point of view. I mean, you guys are pretty much everywhere. I was counting, you know, just yesterday, like 25 industries. You guys have serious, serious footprint across in terms of delivering, you know, software services. Um, But at the heart of everything you do, you are a software business. I'm curious to know how you at SAP approach what we've just discussed, this idea that um, we might need to think about attacking another swim lane. What we are, we are a company that solves business problem. And, and when you have the customer base we have across 25 industries across the world, we know 
are thinking, well, maybe we can connect value chains now because we have connected departments within a company. How about if we connect companies? Because they still do business in a very archaic way between them. There was very little. If something changes in the supply chain, imagine if everybody in the supply chain have visibility in the change. They, they, they can become so much more efficient. They can be able to reduce their cycle time, reduce inventory, deliver better service. So we think there was a need for somebody to come in the middle and connect companies. So that's what we've done. We launched something we call Business Network. And it's such a complex technology, and you have to you have to you have to onboard one supplier, one company at a time. So we just decided to do it fast by making acquisitions and then integrate them to our core industry. So we acquired the Reba, Concur, uh, Field Glass. So now we can do catalogs, we can do direct material, we can do travel, we can coordinate also labor and services. So we're getting very sophisticated, and then then the question becomes. Um, what else can we do? And we identified that we do software, but there was a fundamental piece of, of, of our technology that is limiting us, which is the infrastructure, the programming and the uh, building solutions that are not standard solutions for companies who want to innovate. And, and the database is very old, so we had to come up with a new innovation using the latest technology and hardware. So we, we entered the database business, the infrastructure business, through a technology called HANA. So, so we are creating the new revenue streams, but you will see everything we do is very close to our core competency of solving business problem. We're just adding new revenue streams and new ways of doing business. With that, going to way, way, we're not in the hardware business. We're not in making aircraft. We're staying very close to what we do. And we're doing it by leveraging ecosystem and partners to accelerate innovation. Thank you so much for spending time on the African Tech Roundup. Well, it's a real pleasure, and I'm glad that we had the time to talk, and I hope that uh, the audience finds this very useful. I'm sure they will.